Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the one and only 411 Podcast Network. You are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin Watry. Steve Matson, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey. It's been a week, and boy, what a week it's been. As always, the world of wrestling never stops. I believe we have a special guest here today. Is she a special guest? Absolutely. <laughs> Holly, say hi to everyone. Hi. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. Of course we'd have you back. I think so, at least. I am. I'm having a blast. It's been an interesting pre-show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little conversation before we go live is always fun with everyone. Yes. You guys have no idea. No so, idea. Uh, basically, uh, this weekend is a big wrestling weekend for everyone, so we're just going to kind of run through all this uh, stuff that's going to happen, and then, of course, next week, of course, you know, we'll have even more to talk about. Many more, yeah. It's kind of interesting how it started off as just a, hey, there's some stuff going on, now all of a sudden it's evolved oh, into uh, nice, quite nice. like that. Was that, was that uh, appropriate? A little bit. I was, I was thinking of a fight for the fall and pun in my head at that moment, but uh, it's uh, named for a reason, so I suppose I didn't want to go there. But anyways, oh. we're going to start with the uh, Extreme Rules. It's in Philadelphia, as Paul Heyman has stated. Yeah. And it's not a match, but I suppose we should start the talk with it now before uh, you flip a lid. But Paul Heyman on Raw, he said... And he said it would be a spoiler, and yes, his spoilers, when he says that, have come through for the past five years. Yeah, well, except, no, there was one. Oh, boy. He said he gave the spoiler at WrestleMania, and Brock lost. So there. He did? No. Yeah, I, I swear he did. No. To who? He beat Roman Reigns that year. No, Seth Rollins. Oh, Seth Rollins. When he was facing Seth Rollins at the last WrestleMania. He spoiled saying that Brock was going to dominate, blah, blah, blah. Really? Seth, I, I don't I, remember that. Okay, we're going to have to go back after the oh. podcast and check this footage because I swear debate. I remember that. Because when Paul Heyman said that, I was like, no, you lost last year. Yeah. And I was really happy about it. Okay. I hate Brock Lesnar. Oh, boy. All right, we got a little digging to do for next week, All I right. suppose. But what do you think he's going to do this year? Nothing. I don't think he's going to show up. I don't think he's going to be there. It's extreme rules. It's not a big enough payday for the guy. He was on Money in the Bank. Because he had a big spot. <laughs> well, cashing in and winning the title yeah, would be a, It's not going to happen. Not going to happen? Rules. Not extreme rules. SummerSlam, maybe. Maybe. But I think not. Definitely he'll be at SummerSlam in some form. Um, just kind of a quick question. Do you think it's going to lead Kofi's way or Rollins' way? Rollins. I I think it's going Rollins' way. I mean, I think, well, Fox I don't know. debuting Fox in uh, October. I suppose. I guess if they're trying to, they're they're pulling out all the stops for the big Fox debut. I, I guess I could see it going that way, and that would just upset me even more. Yeah. Holly, do you have any God, thoughts on if Brock is going to cash in on Rollins or Kofi? Rollins. And why do you think that? Because... He kind of paused before he said Kofi when he Ooh. said spoiler. Oh. Oh. She, look at that. She's reading in the bottle. What have you done to this poor <laughs> Investiga- girl? <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? I know. My fault. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll find out on Sunday. And we're going to start, though, with uh, the matches now. So the Revival versus the Usos. Hey, mad props to the Revival. They've been on TV a couple of times. Um, <laughs> a couple <you> know. times. <laughs> I think it's going to be an awesome match, to be honest. I hope to to catch it. Anytime. Yeah, the Usos just uh, got their new contract. Revival, I mm-hmm. think, are still holding out on theirs, though. Are they? 
So I know that it's uh, I know that it's uh, they keep offering and they're offering obscene amounts of money from what I hear. Yeah, I think uh, the smart play would almost be to kind of you know wait till the fall. If their deals are really up next spring, then wait till the fall. And if AEW hits it big, then it's like awesome. I'm going to join and hop on that bandwagon. Right. You know, if they stutter or kind of fall out of the gate, then it's like, well, you know, this five-year deal for however much, I'm going to sign that deal. I mean, think about that. You do that five-year deal and you're set for life, I mean, if you wanted to be. Yeah, they're pretty well, I would assume, set. Uh, Holly, do you think uh, the Revival versus the Usos, who do you got? Um, possibly okay. the Usos. All right. I would um, hope that they don't go back to the Usos as great as they are. Uh, right. Revival as the tag champs kind of fits right now. So I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, feeling that same vibe. I'm thinking the revival is going to kick it. So I hope so. Up next we have Braun Strowman, who we have not seen since destroying the Raw set, which was awesome. When we saw Pyro, <laughs> and we saw Pyro again, For the first time in years, first time in forever. Uh, but Bobby Lashley, uh, he kind of destroyed Rey Mysterio on Raw. That was a he big did. Ret- less than a minute. It was 50 seconds. I and... mean, welcome back, Rey. <laughs> yeah, poor Rey on that one. But um, He's, It's always been poor Rey, hasn't it? It always seems like it is. And, you know, that kind of goes with his health. If he's only going to be there in short spurts, no pun intended, then That's it's like, point. what can he really do there? <laughs> wow. I didn't mean that one. We are just digging them all today, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah, oh, I guess wow. so. No, no <laughs> souls here. So it's gonna be a long podcast. <laughs> I'm already sweating. So is it gonna be Bobby Lashley, uh, who is the only man standing after Raw, or is it gonna be Braun to come back and be the last man? I think standing? it's gonna be Braun come back. Uh, I saw a little blip. I didn't read the article, but um, I think if what I read is is correct, they got some big plans for Braun. So I think maybe this could be the start of his big build up where he's just unstoppable and. Leads them to wherever they're going to go. Wherever they're going to go. He has them. not. Oh, the only title he's held was the tag titles with Nicholas, right? For a day. For a day, yeah. <laughs> well, they had. To, I mean, he had school to go to. Right. He had class mm-hmm. in the morning. Right. What was he supposed to do? Right. Uh, Holly, do you have Lashley or Braun Strowman? It's a last man standing match. Do you really have to question my pick on this one? I think she just doesn't want to say the name. Say the name. Say the name. Braun Strowman. <laughs> Dang <laughs> <She> it. <did> it. <laughs> Dang it, I was hoping for something else there. But, I, uh, yeah, I would assume uh, Braun kind of returns and gets the big cheering in uh, Philly. Yeah. But, you know, Lashley's obviously been made to look like a dominator, no pun intended there, with, I mean, he got up, and then he destroyed Ray, which yeah. I have a little side note on that. So is all this just being built up to lose? It could be. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. All right, so my quick little point on Bobby Lashley destroying Mysterio here. Um, Just imagine if this was like a newcomer coming in, kind of like Lars came in and destroyed the recently retired Kurt Angle. Right. If you remember that. And it was like, awesome, that's the legend putting over a newcomer, blah, blah, blah. That's how you do it. You use your name value to help someone else. Yeah. And then here's Lashley and, you know. He's already got a name. Yeah, and he destroyed Mysterio and then like, Fans like us, I mean, I admit it, I didn't like it either, kind of dumped on it like, well, poor Ray, that kind of sucked for him. But it's like, well, if the objective was to build somebody up, then that's where you use a former world champion Mysterio and build someone else up. Yeah, but we were all excited for him to return, you know, he had to drop the belt and all that stuff. I mean, it would have been good to see a decent match with like Cedric Alexander or... Ali or you know somebody Cedric Alexander was in the main event as the janitor oh, yeah well oh, yeah. he was there though he was there which made no sense because he ended up losing anyways if they were going to do the big reveal and take the mask off right you'd think that I know that was poorly handled that was 
kind of done backwards. What did they do this week? They were so good two weeks ago. And I even read that. Like, uh, everybody was saying, like, I guess the whole thing was just considered a... a big success? Well, the first, the, the two weeks ago was yeah. a big success, and everybody was appraising it. And then they come out this week, and it's like, Ugh. I almost think it was done as a test, because I've said this before, but, you know, Heyman's going to get the credit when it goes well, yet when it goes bad now, everyone's saying, well, this was definitely a Vince week. Well, I mean, it's the same crew, trading? right? It's the same crew, and it's everything still gets run through Vince. So, what was on? What was so different from two weeks ago than this past Monday? Like, it just—I don't know. They, yeah, they fell flat. Definitely fell flat this week. I thought uh, definitely not even close to being as good. They were about as deep as a frisbee, <laughs> which is very deep. So, anyways, uh, up next we have Ricochet versus AJ Styles. It's not as funny when you have to explain it. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's a Jay Leno thing there. Where you'd sit and explain the jokes. Ah, little, huh? I got a big chin. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's one of those days. Man. That was pretty good. Uh, I think um, the heat's getting to me. <laughs> it is hot out, man. <laughs> it's been quite warm. Check uh, your local listings. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet versus AJ Styles, yet another match. They had two on Raw, but this time it is going to be on pay-per-view, so hopefully they get a whole bunch of time. Right. And United States Championship. Ricochet versus the newly turned with the club. Ooh. AJ Styles, who you, know, you got? Um, I'm still kind of torn. It could go either way, but I am never not excited to see AJ Styles and Ricochet go at it. I, I, I'm always excited for when they have a match. TV is getting a little disappointing just because it's they're doing that whole break thing and it kills the momentum and all that stuff. So when they get the pay-per-view, I'm actually going to be really excited. Um, I could almost see AJ Styles taking it if they want to start building up the club or if they want to keep Ricochet on like a high tier of competition or whatever, he could take it. So really, I'm kind of 50-50. I, I don't, couldn't tell you who's going to take this one. Yeah, I would say it's almost up to Paul Heyman because I think this upcoming week is when they're, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff will officially take over Ooh. and start going towards SummerSlam. So whatever WWE had planned before, you know, it's all wrapping up at Extreme Rules. And I think Monday and then Tuesday is kind of going to be a huge reset. Whatever's going on now won't matter. And I would go with Ricochet right now. Styles not necessarily doesn't really need the wins or anything. And, you know, if Heyman loves Ricochet as much as everyone else, then that's the guy you're building up right now. Right, but think, I mean, if AJ Styles wins the U.S. title and then they send Gallows and Anderson to take on the tag titles, think about having the club run a rough shot all over. You know, I mean, you got yeah. got that monster stable that I was talking about a couple of weeks ago that we haven't seen in so long. Yeah, it reminds me of Undisputed Era, who uh, seemingly oh. are building up towards getting all the gold in NXT. Miss Holly, uh, last month you said Ricochet uh, stood no chance to beat Samoa Joe. And Ricochet defeated Samoa Joe. Who do you got now? Ricochet versus AJ Styles for the U.S. title. Well, it's going to be a tough decision because they're both pretty good. But I pick Ricochet. Because he won this this last week uh, against uh, AJ's buddies. So. So that is true. AJ or One Ricochet. And only. <laughs> I would go with Ricochet, but again, like you said, if they do want to build up, up obviously you put the gold all around them. Right. Up next is uh, something I got wrong. The rumor was true. It was, <sighs> yeah, wrong. I'm wrong all the time. Uh, Cesaro was the one knocking on Cesaro Alistair. was doing it. How about that? I don't know that? how this report ended up being correct. Whoever has the inside <laughs> source, they're the man right now because right? this came completely out of blue. And yet, when you look in hindsight, it kind of sort of made sense. Cesaro had been getting built up. I think it's going to be awesome. 
and this is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I mean, finally, Alistair Black's getting back in the ring, and with a powerhouse like Cesaro, that's just going to be killer. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, you talk about matches getting time. This was one where I could see lasting 10 seconds with Black kicking his head off, right. but I could also see him saying, screw it, give us 20 minutes, and make a star out of both guys. Right. I mean... It, it could go either way. It's gonna somebody's gonna come out on top with like a big rush of momentum behind him. Yeah, I mean, you talk about making Ricochet a star going forward. I mean, Alistair Black obviously is right there with him when Absolutely. they were teaming together when they first got called up. But uh, Miss Holly, do you see Alistair Black winning in his big return or Cesaro shutting him down? Well, considering I can't figure out who Cesario is at this moment, <laughs> but I I am rooting for Alistair Black because well he needs. He needs his shot in the moment. I did finally catch the Cesaro new theme, and I'm, I'm digging that. I think it's kind of cool. If they go with this cyborg-type character for him where he's just unfeeling and just dominating, it, it could be good for him. Yeah, I think uh, also in Philadelphia, I'm sure he'll have his Cesaro section yes. out in full force. That'll be an interesting crowd. Up next, we have the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship, another triple threat match. Actually, not another. uh, The first triple threat match I've listed. It's Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus The New Day versus Heavy Machinery. Oh, ducky, (laughs) ducky, yeah. Um, If they were going to drop the titles, Bryan and Rowan, obviously this would be a good way to do it with the uh, triple threat rules where somebody could not pin the champs. Right. But, you know, I still feel uh, Bryan and Rowan are carrying the momentum. They're carrying the momentum, but is it time to... You know, start bringing an up-and-comer and put them in a spotlight, see what they can do, or are we just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again? That is a good point. I am going with anybody but the New Day, I think. <laughs> even if you're a fan, even if you're a fan, I mean, come on with that. Yeah, I suppose. I could, I could see that. By the way, both of you missed the pun with the fan little comment there. But anyways. Uh, what? Holly, do what? you... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? A fan get it because it's hot. A, a fan. I just turned the fan on. That was the joke. Ah, wow. That was bad. That was bad. All right, yeah, H- Holly. Was. Do you have Brian don't, and Rowan retain? Don't quit your J up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no comment. Uh, Holly, do you have Brian and Rowan, the New Day, or Heavy Machinery? Um, I'm going against you on this one. Well, last month, if you remember, you picked Heavy Machinery and dunk it, dunk win it. that one. Yeah, well, um, I'm kind of rooting for New Day. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, like I said, I was going against you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to lose that one. So, Drew- But my <laughs> second pick would be Brian, Brian and, Rowan. and Rowan. I'm going for Heavy Machinery all the way Oh, around. man, if Heavy Machinery win, that's going to be awesome. That'd be great. I mean, Otis did win on uh, Tuesday night. So yeah, that's right. They do ducky, have the win. Tucky, tucky. Pretty lady. I think uh, Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese is the next match we're going to discuss here. Cruiserweight Championship. I know we all watch 205 Live. Oh, yeah. Just like- every, every day. Yep. I, I dissect it. You know, I make sure that everything is... I feel bad because, I mean, they're putting on quality work, but I just don't have the energy. <laughs> I, I don't know who a- either of those people are. <laughs> I remember them from the, the first Cruiserweight Classic. What, first and only? First and... Okay. Wait, was it? Was there two? Gee, we had this discussion off air. We can't remember which classics were which. <laughs> I don't think they did it. I don't know. I'd have to quick type that in. But yeah. now that I say it, they probably did. So, But I like Drew Gulak. I like his ground-based kind of grappling style, and Tony Nese can do everything. So, I mean, regardless of if you know him or not, if you watch the match, you're going to be impressed. 
Yeah, I'm going with the champ to retain because the champs usually retain more so than uh, they lose. So, so t- statistically, you're you're just going by the book. Well, I mean, we see champs retain more often than we see new champs. You know, mm. so just kind of logic there, I guess. But except at WrestleMania, didn't like they all almost all of them. Uh, probably somewhere close like that. <laughs> um, we have another title match next. We have Bailey two on one handicap match. Oh, this has evolved into something, <laughs> hasn't it? Yeah, this is. Uh, we might talk about this one for a while. <laughs> but, okay. All um, right. it's Bailey versus Nikki Cross and, and Alexa Bliss and Alexa Bliss and both on Raw for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Right. And so here we go again talking about the foregone conclusion is because, I mean, do we care if they're on the show? Is Alexa going to switch shows if she wins? Is Nikki going to switch shows? Well, Nikki has been doing the heavy lifting because now yeah, apparently yeah, uh, Bliss now has a sinus infection or she's what? sick or something. So, yeah, so she's not been you know on TV the past week and a half. Oh my. You know, more, more issues with that, but that's a bigger story for a different time. And Cross on SmackDown said that when her and Bliss win, and she kept telling Bailey, "You're not driving a wedge between us. You're not gonna break us up. You know, I don't believe you. She's my friend. She's legitimate. She's you know all these different things." And she says, "When they win, they will be the first ever SmackDown Live co women's champions," which has been done before which, with Lay Cool, which is uh, you know weird to think about when it was called the Women's Championship. Just saying. Was you know, it the Divas? And, no, it was the Women's Championship because it was that gold oh, oval belt, and they actually oh, the had the red the, middle. Yeah, and they had the they had a, like a crack in the middle, and each each one of them had half of it. I actually liked the look <clears> of that title. I thought it looked cool, but I guess that's just me. The women's title. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a great title. The old it school. Was so much better than that butterfly <laughs> Divas belt. I never was a fan <laughs> of that one. No. So here's the other big part of this match before we get to our predictions. Um, Cross has been saying, I'm friends with Alexa, and we're friends, and Bailey, you're just jealous that you don't have any friends around. They all abandon you, and you have nobody to help you Sunday. Oh. So. And I've heard that things are better between Miss Banks and the company. So that will bring us to now our prediction. Two Raw girls versus one for the SmackDown Women's Championship with Bailey apparently having no friends and no idea if Bliss is healthy or what's going on with that whole dynamic. So, Miss Holly, I will let you start. <laughs> start us off. Well, oh, geez. Well, I'm going against my normal pick because I honestly think Bailey's going to beat them. Really? Yes. As much as they're Nikki Cross and... Uh, Alexa Bliss are got that tight thing going on, but I think Bailey's gonna end up. I I think Bailey's gonna end up pinning Alexa Bliss. Oh, I gotcha. And then you know Cross can look at her. And it's like, that great minds thing going yes. on here. I'm actually kind of on the same boat. I'm picking Bailey. I think that Alexa's gonna take the fall, and I also think Sasha's gonna do a run in. There it is. There it is, right there. That was the second I, I part. wasn't thinking of that. And then I think <laughs> post-match, you know, we'll have the celebration of Bailey and Sasha. Oh, she's back. Yay, yay. And then post-match, Nikki and Alexa, is gonna, they're going to keep going with that story. Before SummerSlam? Yeah, definitely. Um, as much as that makes sense, um, I'm going to agree, but from Bliss's side, wouldn't it make more sense for Bailey to pin Cross and then Bliss blames Cross 
for, you know, you ruined my last chance. You lost, not me. And it, then she snaps and beats It her. almost depends on who's going to be the heel, who's going to be the face. If they oh. make if they make Nikki the face, she has to be. Then yeah, I could see Nikki get taken the pin if uh, Nikki's going to be a heel because we know she can do awesome at that. We saw her with Sanity and it was it was that crazy girl was just a ball of fire and it was awesome to watch. She was the star of the group. Yeah, um so if Alexa takes a pin and Nikki just goes off and maybe this could be a re- a way to write Alexa off TV for a while, let her heal and recover. That's a possibility as well. Uh and yeah. While Nikki can like blast her in promos and stuff like that. <laughs> Rip on her for a while. Oh yeah. I think the crowd would love that. Um, I'm going to go with Bailey. I don't know about the whole co-champs. It kind of seems like a tease that won't get paid off, and like, how the heck do you even do that going forward? But I guess... It'd be the women's tag title all over again. Maybe they flip who defends what. I remember China and Jericho were... Co-intercontinental. Co-intercontinental for a while, and Hardcore Holly got involved in a ridiculous feud. That was insane. But hey, go to China for a first female intercontinental champion. Yes, first and only still, right? Uh, Yeah, to my... (laughs) <laughs> yeah I think so we'll go yeah. with we think so cause Beth was the second rumble I was gonna say Beth yeah I don't think she held an intercontinental no her and Santino she had the women's and Santino had the intercontinental right that's right uh, she won them both it was a winner take all I think it was at a SummerSlam wasn't it ooh I think it was I'm not sure about that so uh, we kind of talked about it but yes or no Holly just yes or no one word will Sasha Banks be at Extreme Rules I don't know. <laughs> That's more than one word. <laughs> That's three words. Yes. Yes or no? She doesn't know. She doesn't know? I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know, but here's the, uh, there was a story in, because uh, I think she went to Japan, right? To yeah. train or get back right. in shape, or I assume she's in great shape, but to train or do something and learn some new holds or something, but I think it was Tokyo Sports. That's kind of like uh, like the ESPN of Japan. That's kind of like the big, uh, I think it's Tokyo Sports it's called. They yep. had made like a little... Uh, little like teasers that they talked to banks or she had gave some little quote that she was going to know more about her future at the end of the week or something. So that seemed to me like she was going to fly back to United States and, you know, maybe get back and involved with stuff like she was being coy about it. And also there was a, I think it was, was it SummerSlam? There was a local ad somewhere. Right. That had her, um, was it SummerSlam? Yeah, uh, like they have the cascading superstars, and she was one. Yeah, of them and you know it's clearly updated and stuff, and there would be just no reason for her to be on there. Right. It's kind of like when Finn Balor was the demon at uh, a Mania. That. But then again, they also locally advertised uh, Undertaker at SummerSlam, and WWE actually came out and said, "No, that match is not happening." Oh it's yeah. Like, okay. We'll guys. we'll see about that. Right. But up next, we have Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Yes, Ross Samoa Joe, who lost the United States Championship last month. Um, right. He's now getting a WWE Championship match on SmackDown, where Kofi was not on. Um, what's going on with this? Well, um, I think that they had every intention of having a decent feud and match, and now, from what I hear, Kofi is potentially injured. So could we see Samoa Joe getting a title run out of, like, a technicality? Like, just because, okay, Kofi's hurt. Yeah, he got you know? the uh, U.S. title off the Rey Mysterio right. technicality being hurt. <laughs> wow, all your titles are just asterisks. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Joe. 
Um, I would. Would you? I would pick Kofi to win somehow. I'd like to see Kofi win. Um, obviously, so hopefully it isn't the injury isn't as you know bad as what it's been reported, or if it's been reported, hopefully it's just not bad. Um, I'd like to see Kofi at least continue his run till SummerSlam. He's earned it at least that much. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying if if he is hurt. Uh, Joe would be the perfect guy to kind of step in, and you know what? They need a monster heel for a while, and right. then come in, destroy him, and gain all that sympathy for Kofi to come back, whether it's in a month or a few months or whatever. And then Samoa Joe can sit there and you know taunt him with the title. So I think that would fit, even if it wasn't necessarily planned from the start. Joe is the perfect guy to come in and finally win the WWE Championship. Miss Holly, Kofi Kingston or Samoa Joe? Kofi. Oh, you don't like Joe, do you? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that because I know that they're both pretty strong, but I know Kofi's going to overcome his injury, which I had no idea that he was injured. But still, he has overcome a lot, and I think he's going to outsmart Joe. Oh, wow. Maybe with the New that's Day. A, as that's a the, very insightful opinion. The New Day, who will be the new tag champs at Extreme Rules? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then we got all there. There's your monster stable. <laughs> yeah, there's your monster heel stable. The new day. <laughs> <laughs> they are intimidating. Um, any chance we get the uh, Brock Lesnar situation figured yeah. out here? No, just forget it. Yeah. Next. Yeah, next. <laughs> next. All right. Well, we'll see in a few days. Um, stay home. Uh, <laughs> just Hang stay out with home. Sable. Do some farming. Play with your cars. <laughs> Just stay off my television, please. Or phone, in this case. Don't you want him to fight a cactus or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be entertaining. That was when they were in Saudi Arabia. And then maybe he could get in with the wrong crowd and, like, you know, get caught shoplifting, get his hand chopped off, and then, you know, we just never see him again. I Sounds mean, I would be fine with that. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want that, but <laughs> him wrestling a cactus would probably be more entertaining than him wrestling Kofi or... Um, Rollins. Yeah. Wow. I mean, anything, anything. <laughs> yeah. Any- anything would be more entertaining than Brock, just in general. Like exactly. That guy can just go away. Go, go far, far away. Take Which your millions. Which he's a good wrestler, but he only appears once. Well, in- and okay, here's my main gripe with him: is that he always has the same match. You start the match, you, the opponent like gets a little bit of offense in, then all of a sudden Brock flips out, starts throwing him around. We get a bunch of German suplexes and F5, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Every single. Brock Lesnar match. I just called every Brock Lesnar match for the last 10 years. He could pretty much fight a cactus because, like I said, it wouldn't be as entertaining. I'm saying it would be more entertaining watching him do a cactus because that's essentially what he's doing to his opponents. Who who would win the Brock Lesnar cactus match? Cactus. I'd hope the cactus won. <laughs> Does the cactus have a well, finisher? If, or if nothing it... else, the cactus would come out ahead because he took all the suplexes and got up back up. Exactly. <laughs> now I want to see him rip off a cactus. And... <laughs> if if we see a Brock Lesnar cactus like segment or something, I'm calling up WWE and I'm going to get some money for this. Didn't he exactly. uh, F5 of the shark in uh, yes. a promo? Uh, SummerSlam promo. Yes, he did. SummerSlam. Oh, that would be kind of entertaining, watching him uh, wrestle. Great white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. I got the great white on that one because they got lots of teeth. The great white. Isn't that what they called Seamus for a while? It'd be kind of funny if he actually uh, did it to a dolphin. Because dolphin, dolphins could outsmart him. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, a slug could probably outsmart him. <laughs> yeah, you know? probably. 
we got to move. Ladies and gentlemen, say. the Brock Lesnar bashing session has ended. Only on the four one one foresight wrestling podcast do you get this animal cruelty. Type <laughs> but Brock but, but I'm not saying that. Bro- I I don't hate Brown, but Brock Brock whatever. Brown Lesnar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. We have me messing up names. Uh, weekly segment here. Yeah, exactly. The me weekly we could, you could Brock have the, Cactus. But I'm not, I'm not saying over. that I don't, I don't, um, not saying that I don't like him. I'm just saying that he'd be more entertaining to watch for something I'll else. I'll come right out and say I don't like him, and that's not anything unheard of. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that I don't like him. I'm just saying he'd I am. be better entertained <laughs> against something else. I am definitely saying that. I would say to watch out and get used to Brock being back. Uh, yeah, I know his deals. Hopefully whatever. if he ends up being back, he's he's more of a daily a no. daily person instead of, oh, I'm going to be here for pay-per-views or I'm not going to be on the show this week or next week. That's Brock Lesnar. If they paid him ba- daily, WWE would be broken. <laughs> Their right. billions would be gone. In a- he gets like something like five hundred thousand per appearance to just stand there. To while just to Paul stand Heyman there and talks. jump around while Paul Heyman and talks. look intimidating. Yeah, and then so, he goes home. And then he goes home <laughs> and takes boring. a bath in it. That's right. just boring. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See, All right, let's somebody move on. gets me. Let's move on before we start getting Throwing more negative. Things. <laughs> before we get more negative, let's just move on to the next subject. First of all, I disagree with all that. But second I'm sure of all, you do. I'm sure you yeah, do. Yeah, please, let's, please, Mr. Brock change. Lover, let's tell us all about how awesome let's, he is. Let's just change the subject now. Yeah, we need to move far away from this discussion before. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Undertaker and Roman Reigns, they are teaming up. I saw them main event WrestleMania in Orlando two and a half years ago. Now they are teaming up. I was there, and they are facing Shane McMahon and the stud Drew McIntyre. Stud, what do you got? (laughs) What do you think? What do you? What's the? uh, What's the deal here? Taker, all the way, man. Taker, Undertaker, and Roman. Um, Shane's finally gonna get his comeuppance, and then Kevin will stun him again. (laughs) I definitely think uh, it's gonna be Undertaker and Roman, um, and Undertaker's gonna take down Shane McMahon. He's gonna pin him. I like it. Yeah, if uh, they're going for Undertaker Drew at SummerSlam, which I think is the best uh, route there to do, um, you know, Undertaker can pin Shane, and then Drew can say, well, you know, as great as you are, blah, blah, blah. You didn't beat me. You didn't beat me, and you can't, and then they had their match, and I would pick Drew to win that one. But um, I don't know. Do they really want to finally end the Shane McMahon story? I hope Let's so. Let's hope so. Okay, because that Kevin Owens promo on SmackDown was straight fire. It was awesome. Yeah. And everything that he was saying is what everybody is thinking. Too much Shane on TV. It did he, seem like, you he's know. He's not the world's best, best in the world. Best, best in the world, in the world <laughs> or whatever he wants Ooh. to call himself. Yeah. I don't think he's that great. Yeah, that Kevin Owens promo did seem pretty straight to the point of, right. I don't want to use the word bearing because I don't like that word, but it did seem pretty much like we're sick of it, we're done with it, blah, blah, blah. It was almost like the Rollins during the winter when they came out and said, Corbin sucks as GM, right, you right. Know, all you guys hate it, and I understand it, and you know we're done with that. So it did seem like it you know touched a nerve. It was a little too close to home. Right. And um, It's just too much. I mean, the promo was really well done. It generated a lot of buzz. A lot of superstars even like went on Twitter and were like, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, Thanks I you think, for speaking uh, up for us. <laughs> thank you. I think Undertaker 
can beat Shane and and I really like that Kevin Owens named some stars. He's you know say, specifically saying every time Shane McMahon is on TV, he's oh. taking time away from Ali, Buddy Murphy, Asuka. He even mentioned like by name. It was awesome. Yeah, he also I think dropped the Liv Morgan reference. Oh really? Yeah. Which actually Ember Moon needs a partner next week. So uh, Liv oh. Morgan, if you're available, where is she? She's yeah. doing nothing. She hasn't even appeared since. <laughs> yeah, like I th- I thought she got injured. I thought she got like uh, knocked out in a match. No, I thought she disappeared after she got moved away from her riot squad. Right, right. But she uh, just flat out disappeared because I think she was mad. Oh, it was one. Of, it was a magic <laughs> with Brie Bella. Like she took a knee to the head or oh, something and I actually think they got came back legit the, knocked out. Yeah, they came back the next week. That Did was they? Okay. in October or whatever. I thought that was a while. Shows ago. how yeah. memor- shows how memorable <laughs> you know Liv Morgan matches are. Oh boy. I I honestly think she just got mad and disappeared after she got. Yeah, away. she got the yeah. raw end of that deal. She really did. Time. But then, you know, so did Sarah Logan. And so, so did, did Ruby Riot. Now, Ruby Riot's injured. Sarah Logan's floundering, but they're still using the Riot Squad music. So it's like. Yeah. What's going on there? Sarah Logan's too busy kicking Dana Brooke in the face or something. Yeah. On yeah. main event. <laughs> um, I'm picking uh, Undertaker and Roman Reigns. And I think Shane, though, as much as the story could end Sunday, I don't think it will because we no. still have The Miz. Oh, geez. And as referenced, we still have now Kevin Owens going after Shane. Right. So if they want to end it at SummerSlam, maybe Owens versus Shane. They did that feud two years ago or a year ago, whenever it was. What if, but this time the tables are turned, whereas Shane's the heel. And yes, Owens roles are reversed. What if it's Miz with Owens versus McMahon and McIntyre? McIntyre's taking on Taker. I think Undertaker Drew is the way to go for SummerSlam, but he could have Elias with him. So there you go. That's that. Yeah, that likely. would be one other. Yeah. That would, that would be that would be a nice like opener or mid card kind of like go to the bathroom type match. Yeah, and then I <laughs> and then I think um, right after that, you know, the whole locker room could come out and beat up Shane and then send him out. Or lumberjack even. Or even Bischoff can make his big appearance and say, <sighs> that. "Get the step and <laughs> get there you up. go." You know, the McMahons don't run this anymore. I do. What a way to bring, you know, start to kick off the Bischoff era, you know? Right. Really. So I think that's a, a way to go. And then obviously, any tease they do with Undertaker uh, versus Drew McIntyre, I think, for SummerSlam. So that's one tag match. But up next for our main event is another tag match. Can you believe mm-hmm. it? The top two matches are tag match, which kind of just tells me that they're holding off till SummerSlam for yeah, the real match. Yeah, and they're not, you know, <laughs> even though they are tag matches, they're not, like, legit because they're not actual teams. They're just people thrown together for yep. a story. That is true, and, yeah, they're just holding off on the singles matches until a later time. Right. So we have a winner-take-all. This is going to be no rules, extreme rules, of course, for the pay-per-view. It's Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Oh, my I have a long story on this one. Uh-oh. We like long stories. They are facing Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. If they lose, this is it. This is their final shot. This is Done. the last chance. Universal Championship and Raw Women's Championship. Dunzo like Enzo. I assume. <laughs> Wait, we're not mentioning Enzo after what, <laughs> what happened with that. Joey Janela? Uh, yeah. Um, I think we're all going to pick Rollins and Lynch, obviously. So yeah. uh, I'm interested in this long story. Yeah, let's like, get to the story. I, I like stories. Go story ahead. time. The floor is yours. Well... I am picking Rollins and Lynch because Braun, whatever his name, Corbin, Corbin and Lacey, well, Lacey shouldn't have even got a title shot after just becoming onto the show. He sh- she should have started lower because Agreed. there is no, she had no chance of beating Becky. Agreed. 
Absolutely. None at all. And she's lost how many matches against her? And then Corbin, how many matches has he lost? And how many times that he always has to have that backup person? Right. And has he still won because of those backup people? He's got to go waiter at Applebee's or something, you know? Exactly. (laughs) That's why he sucked as a replacement manager, whatever he was called. And he lost the money in the bank immediately after cashing it in. Where's your briefcase? Exactly. So... It's kind of ridiculous that they're... I'm glad that this is their last shot, and they're definitely going to lose because look at their uh, list of losing. Yeah, their track record doesn't really give them much hope, does it? No. No, they they should have no hope. And if we're talking about quick matches, this is one where honestly, you know, it could last 10 seconds with a couple of curb stomps and then right. another armbar tap out real quick to yeah, Lacey. Pretty sure Becky's going to take bronze or whatever <laughs> Baron. his name is. Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, me and my screw-up names. Take There's a shot. too many names. <laughs> well, I think Becky's going to be the one to uh, do the arm bar to Yeah, I almost, Urban. you know, yeah, that's what I was just thinking, because didn't yeah. we have that uh, not too long ago where... Mike Canellis? Yes, t- made him tap out to her own arm bar. I could see that totally happen with Baron Corbin. Because Becky, honestly, nothing against Rollin, but... Becky's the stronger one out of the other She's two. She's definitely the bigger no, star. stronger out of the two. A lot of yeah. people um, is, you know, I mean, this feud has its uh, pros and cons, but one of the cons is a lot of people do say, you know, Rollins is kind of taking a step back out he of this really whole. He really is, you know. I mean, he beat Brock Lesnar, and they remember the match with AJ Styles. Everyone's right. kind of already forgotten about that match. And now his promos are pretty much... Yeah, what she said. Yeah, to Becky. I mean, exactly. when you got a fireball like Becky Lynch, though, I mean, there's a she takes up a lot of space, and as far as like the charisma department, you know, so the man's man, the man's man. So is this? Are we teasing a little? I hash, or? I call them hashtag Beth. Oh, I like it. I like it. Nice. Uh, I don't think there's any. Uh, Beth I, Rowl- that's Beth what I or- call them. Beth Hash- Rollins. Oh, my oh. gosh. <laughs> I'm with Rollins or whoever said no names or Becky or whoever was like, please well, stop. I think it should be hashtag Beth because yeah. it suits them. It does kind of suit them. Um, Rollins and Becky are going to win. I don't know what Corbin and Lacey do after this. They need, you know, something. I well, guess. Well, he's going to be. Start back he's got to start his shift at Applebee's. Oh, he starts Monday. Yeah. Well, I think they should start <clears throat> back at the bottom and work their way back to a title. Started match. from the bottom. Now we're here. Start back at the bottom. <laughs> where the where bottom. Lacey should have started. Right. Instead exactly. of being jumped right into something after coming off of uh, NXT. I could see him having like a Raw match, you know, and stuff like that. But pay-per-view title shot, not yet. No, no, no. No. Any ideas um, between either of you? Um, SummerSlam, obviously one of the biggest events of the year. Becky Lynch is going to need an opponent. And obviously Seth Rollins will need an opponent. Any ideas? Uh, Well, they haven't really done so well in building anybody up to be in that spot. So I have a couple ideas. Yeah. Well... For one, I definitely think Rollins could team up with AJ Styles for SummerSlam. Yeah, but we're we're needing we need a title match. We don't need a tag match. And AJ's with the club now and a yeah. bad guy. I don't know if Rollins would oh, really want. Oh, I'm thinking tag matches. If if he went up against somebody, it would probably 
Becky would probably go up against Nikki Cross. I could see that one happening. That sounds cool. And then um, Rollins, probably, maybe EC3 could come back. Oh, my picture. God. There Talk you go. about getting your shot right. I mean, what has he done? There you go. It? No, no, no. Don't you love don't this know, woman? I, don't you I, love her? I just kind of <laughs> threw out a name that I could think of. EC3. Well, yeah. Wait, who is that again? EC3, former 24-7 oh, he's, champion. He's the guy that's always at the back of the pack when chasing Drake Maverick. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> he is always at the back. That is. That I is don't know. True. I just I just picked a random name out of the thing. Maybe maybe uh, Strowman. Kind of reminds me, way back in like 2008, um, uh, my ex-wife had this three-legged Rottweiler, and whenever they would let him out, whenever they would let him out in the morning, there was three dogs, two Dobermans, and this three-legged Rottweiler. So they let him out in the morning. The Dobermans they dart off, and then there's a three-legged Rottweiler just <laughs> doing her best to keep up. She was yeah. so sweet and lovable, but she could not keep up. It was adorable. It, That's it, what EC3 is. He's the three-legged Rottweiler. Just call him EC3 a Rottweiler. Three-legged Rottweiler. <laughs> Funny. I don't know. Maybe even Miz. That I mean, would be a good Miz one. Miz is still griping about Shane. And if they're never going to pay that off, then... I mean, now that Heyman and, and Bischoff are going to be taken over after this show, it might be a good time to start bringing somebody that really deserves to be there. Yeah, that's why after this Sunday, there's going to be a whole reset of everything. And, I mean, Raw has definitely people that can go after Rollins. You have the Bobby Lashley. You have the Braun Strowman, depending on, obviously, who wins that match. If you want right. Aleister Black or Cesaro. Cesaro's been looking strong recently. There's Ricochet versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles now has the club. He could go after Seth Rollins and say, you beat me fair and square, but now I got some backup let's do it again right and then obviously uh if Samoa Joe goes back to Raw how about Samoa Joe versus Seth Rollins for the that Universal Championship there's always the stud Drew McIntyre if he's not going to have the match with Thunder Will you stop calling him the what stud are we like breeding him for future racehorses or what <laughs> that's a good idea and there is plenty of uh opponents also for Becky Lynch there's also uh Alexa Bliss you mentioned Nikki Cross obviously if a certain Sasha Banks returns remember she was kept on Raw not sure if yeah. it really matters and um, there's somebody else that I'm going to quick segue into my 411mania.com column this week. Actually, I wrote three columns, but the main one I wrote, um, the title was Admit It, You Miss Ronda Rousey. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. and I didn't see it, but I agree <clears throat> with it. It's yeah. Kinda. It's only been three months, and you know, obviously, we know she left to have her impregnant vacation or whatever. Right? Is she gonna uh, family vacation to start her family? Is she uh, is she gonna pull a Maria and be like, I'm pregnant like for us before <laughs> she gets a hit? No, she just wants ice cream and pickles, though. I mean, but that was kind of don't hilarious. We all, no. She she <laughs> was ready for the match, and then she pulled that. I thought that was just kind of strange. Yeah, it, it was a weird little buildup, but then again, I mean, they were trying something new. Trying something new and who, edgy. Who were they facing at that uh, time? Seth and Becky. Oh, and then Becky pinned him. Becky armbarred uh, Mike Canellis, yeah, that's what I Mike meant. Bennett. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, uh, back to Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Mike and Maria are busy enough right now. Uh, back to Rousey. She was backstage at a recent show, and if she's you know not going to start a family, um, you know they still need the one-on-one match against Becky. Right, and that I mean, if if we're talking SummerSlam, big blockbuster summer event, that would be killer. I mean, that would sell tickets if they're having problems filling an arena. I kind of you know I'm sure Charlotte will be back at some point. Where is Charlotte? Uh, She's been doing some dark matches uh, when they turn the cameras off. 
Yeah, they film stuff uh, once the TV cameras. Because remember, it's a week-long worldwide company, so just what you see on TV is not you know everything right. at all. Usually, after the TV shows, they'll have a match to kind of send the crowd home happy, so oh. that like everybody leaves saying, "Yeah, the good guy won," and they don't have to put it on TV because they don't have to encourage a storyline out of it. Like when we went to Raw a couple was that last year or so, something like that. But uh, the final match was it was the final ma- uh, event in. Bradley Center before they tore it down. Oh, yes, yes. And the dark match was Roman Reigns against Kane. Well, obviously Roman Reigns is going to win because yeah. they had no story going with Kane. There was nothing really backing Kane. There was really no reason for him to be out there other for them to have a match for Roman Reigns to you know knock him out. Yeah, in March uh, 2018, that's when Ronda Rousey made her match official yep. with Kurt Angle, and they did that whole thing. We and were then there. Cena did a match with gold dust i think it was i think so like gold dust just came out yeah out of, completely out of the blue oh yeah it was an open challenge and it was gold dust. And i think and the show ended with reigns like just giving a basic promo or Heyman or someone about brock lesnar and mania like yeah. you're not here again you know and if then, you of course, if you pause it just right you can see us like you see your uh wwe outfit <laughs> oh yeah oh, of course in the opening segment uh especially that night you can yep. see me a bunch and there's um you stand out in that outfit so that's probably not very hard to find you your hat, hat too i always stand too. out yeah the fedora i love fedoras <laughs> so anyways yes. back, back to ronda Rousey. back to ronda so my column was basically um you know it's because of her that they main evented wrestlemania right um, you know, Becky versus Charlotte, that wasn't getting the final spot. I mean, Becky versus Lacey, there's no way that would main event. You know, it was because of Ronda Rousey, and we've talked about that before. But even after now, you know, she wasn't even on the Raw after Mania. Right. She just did a Thanos and snapped her fingers and was gone. And she had main evented the pay-per-views. She had, she had done everything, and it was just done, and it was over with. Yeah. And now we're kind of seeing, like, life after Ronda. Right, and I mean, like you know, you were saying, we do kind of miss her. I mean, she, there is a a void that will be present once the Lacey Evans story wraps up, which should have wrapped up months ago. Yeah, and uh, to go along with this, Ronda Rousey also posted a video on her YouTube page last week, which was very funny. It was uh, basically just her um, sitting around the house with Travis, her uh, right. her man. And, uh, you know, she would just, like, she'd just be, like, cutting promos in the shower and stuff. Wasn't and then, she, like, looking forlorn at a picture of WWE or something? Yeah, she was like, looking at a picture sad. and just pointing at it <laughs> like her. Oh, it was her pointing at the WrestleMania sign from Rumble and she yeah. was touching fingers. <laughs> yeah, she was pointing at it and then she was, like, fixing a Aww. light bulb but climbing a ladder like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> And then everyone was like, what are you doing? I mean, that's brilliant. That's brilliant, you know. And then finally Travis walked in. He's like, you know, if you miss it so much, you can go back at any time. And then she's like, I'm I'm happy to be here with you and everything's great. And then out of the blue, a cameo by Devon is just sitting in the living room. He lays Travis <laughs> on the table. Yeah. Oh, he, lays, he lays Travis on the table. And then the last footage you see is Ronda jumping off the ladder on top of him. <laughs> you know he's office, right? So, oh yeah. So obviously just a little the tease there. Oh yeah. You never know. The Do good you... reverend. Yes, the reverend. Okay. Bring that back. Devon Dudley had a character where he was a reverend for a while and that's how he got introduced to Batista. Oh, okay. Yes, Deacon Batista. Batista. And he had a good uh, network special. I don't know if you saw it or not. I did not because I've actually, I saw the Batista DVD he put out way back when he retired the first time, I think. Oh, yeah. This is uh, definitely new footage. Oh, is uh, it? Oh, yeah. It's about him going to Mania and training for his last match. Oh, okay. And the whole time, you know, he's talking about this is the last match. Like he, you know, they wanted him to return for the Flair segment, you know, and 
he wanted to do a little later because then he did the usual like I'm gonna be back. Then what are we gonna do for five weeks? Right, and right. And he knows like so. Then he even like they were asking him, you know, like can you be here for this? And he just kept saying no because he knew they'd end up making him do something stupid or right. It'd be a waste of time. So he only Filler. did like two segments and then um, and I think he uh he initially didn't even want to do the final show, which I think was in D.C. and uh, that's the one where they literally just showed a promo and then all he said was Hunter. Kiss my oh okay, and then he uh, he didn't even want to do that, but they convinced right. him, and he thought that's just the greatest line ever. I'm gonna yeah. do that, so it's a really good special look yeah, behind the, the scenes. The preview and all that, that I saw was just like talking about his upbringing. I was like, well, I I know all that. I've had the DVD for a good long time. Yeah, they touch on you know obviously his earlier stuff, but mostly it is all about Triple H and uh, you know training and uh, isn't getting everything ready. nowadays. Is what? It said, isn't everything nowadays? <laughs> isn't about it? Triple H? Hey, he was at the uh, Stuber, Stuper, whatever it's called, the oh, premiere. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were posing together. Nice. So, you know, KFA That actually looks pretty funny. Alive and Dev, does Alive it? and well. The Stuber movie? Yeah, it looks pretty funny. I mean, I like Batista's acting. I think he's done fantastic. I'm actually kind of proud of him. I didn't have much hopes for him. Then I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm like, dude, you're awesome. He was also awesome in Bond. And, you know, he just reiterated throughout the whole thing, like, this is it. Like, I'll appear and do special things, but, yeah. you know, in ring-wise, no, I don't done. care. You're done. I'm done. Everything. So, and of course, that's, that's kind of cool. We've isn't heard that, that before, kind, but. Isn't that kind of like The Rock? Uh, the Rock's never officially retired. Never but. officially. It's more like Shawn Michaels. And the only reason why he got back in the ring was because it was a tag match and it was with, Taker. With his mm-hmm. buddies, pretty right. much. And just he something would, and fun. And he's often said that he would only, you know, if he would get back, he'd have to get permission from Undertaker because he's respected the fact that Undertaker ended his career. Yep. There was a big mystique about that big thing for eight years about it yeah and uh yeah so i'm glad that uh batista got to go out the way he did and i don't know how we started talking about that but either way 411mania.com cheap plug uh my ronda rousey column is not posted yet because i just finished it It is currently thursday night get on it dude get on it man (laughs) jump on it what are we paying you for i don't know i ask myself that (laughs) but anyways um it's a great column and it's just basically like you know what the division misses her the company misses her and i made a comparison to her being like Brock Lesnar in that why would you sully her name in that that? no matter what he does there's always that aura around when he comes out you know it's about to get uh you know real a little bit more real so okay yeah so all right we cannot talk about Brock Lesnar anymore anyways final thoughts on extreme rules is it just kind of like stomping grounds where it's just you know another show it feels like it um, there's almost a couple of things that could turn it into like uh make it a newsworthy event but it you know knowing WWE if they water it down like they've done so often yeah you know this feels like a lame duck show before the Heyman and right. uh, Bischoff thing starts it's almost like right before the superstar shakeup where it's like well none of this really matters you know right. next week it's all gonna be it's new all gonna be changed in different feuds and you know I think that's why Undertaker was kind of added to this to add a little pizzazz to the card a little bit and then yeah. obviously you know it's Rollins and Lynch again with Corbin and Lacey Evans so I mean, there wasn't going to be a whole lot of buzz around it. They've added the bells and whistles as a bunch of stipulations to dress it up. But at the end of the day, I think more people will be almost looking forward to Monday versus Sunday. Yeah, I think Monday is going to be a, a more watched uh, thing. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Uh, <laughs> we are going to take a little uh, ad break here for some cheap plugs. You are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast. You know where to find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, all that good stuff. Of course, the website is 411mania.com. Mr. Steve Matson, what do you got? 
Uh, well, I've got the Resonant Complex. Uh, our debut album, North Avenue, is available anywhere digital music is sold. You can even possibly find a physical copy on cdbaby.com slash Resonant Complex. Miss Holly, do you have anything for the listening public? Unless anybody follows me, uh, we'll just skip me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of skipping, we have an AEW show this Saturday oh night. Oh, my. What a segue that was. Count Very... me out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Miss Holly, do you know what AEW even stands for? Nope. Okay. <laughs> and as much as that makes no sense, that we're, is... We're, we're well informed here in the, on the... I was actually going to make a point here. As much as that uh, came off bad, that's a casual fan right there. That's a good point. And that's the casual right there. That's no, no idea what AEW is. Well, and like we and, were kind of talking off air is that uh, they got something coming up this weekend. And I follow AEW on Twitter and even Facebook. And honestly, I don't know much of what's going on. So, yeah, I mean, this they're is. Not, they're not doing real good in their promo department. No, this kind of just feels like another show again, Fight for the Fallen. Obviously, uh, Kenny Omega went off about that, but we talked yeah. about that uh, a week or two ago, I believe. And, um, you know, I want to say Evolve kind of stole a little bit of their thunder. A little bit, a little bit. A little bit, but uh, right now they got like, all out, and then I think everyone's looking forward to their uh, TNT premiere, which we still don't really know. I think there was a tease that it would be October 2nd, which is a Wednesday. Right, I've heard Wednesday is almost, not that it's official, but is almost a guarantee. Yeah, at this point it almost has week. to, and uh, that kind of leads into a different rumor this uh, this morning. I think I saw it, uh, I think I saw it this morning. Um NXT would be uh, moved to FS1 Wednesday night. I saw that Vince was possibly trying to find something oh to combat that. I mean, they're trying. The, the war has started, obviously. Yeah, I don't know if that's such a good move because, you know, TNT is a million times more watched than right. anything on FS1. And, you know, AEW is going to go all out, no pun intended there, but I'm going to assume they're also going to have a lot of bigger stars by then. And as great as NXT is, I'm not sure NXT on FS1 would do too well anyways. Well, with the right promotion, anything is possible. I mean, who really knew the USA Network before wrestling was on it? Yeah, and also... I did. And also Fox in the 90s, (laughs) they paid a buttload of money for the NFL, and everyone laughed at the deal. Right, and now they're one of the big... I mean, how many Super Bowls did they host? And now all it is is... Can you say that? Superb Owl? Superb Owl, right. And all you hear now is, you know... Fox NFL, it's like synonymous with Sunday afternoons. But when right. they paid such such big money to get the NFL rights, everyone was like, Fox, what? There's affiliates, and they don't even have half the channels and all that. Fox that. Yeah, Fox that. <laughs> and there was a big deal about it, and you know, it, it paid off in the long run. So it kind of works, and uh, not to go off topic too much, but in basketball, in the NBA, uh, the Toronto Raptors last summer traded for Kawhi Leonard. They gave up a whole buttload of money, and they didn't even have him signed. It was a one-year deal. So they traded and mortgaged their whole future off, young stars, everything, and just to have a title, just for Kawhi Leonard for one year, when he made it clear he wasn't sticking around, right? And then they and go they on an amazing run, and they win the title first time ever, huge, obviously. Our Milwaukee Bucks. Our Milwaukee <sighs> Bucks. Yeah, I saw that game live. So that was sad. a disaster. But anyways, um, so it paid off by doing all that. So I don't know if NXT going to FS1 uh, Wednesday's live would really work. I would assume they'd have to almost start with like a takeover special the same night, uh, right? For the AEW premiere. And then another thing that may not really matter too much, but, you know, if that's on a Wednesday and that's the AEW premiere, the Fox, you know, premiere that Friday would almost kind of get, like, second billing because it's like, well, we saw NXT on FS1 Wednesday, so really SmackDown wasn't the Fox debut. You just had a lower card show two days earlier. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It, it all depends on how they do it. I mean, if the machine does it right, 
anything is possible. I mean, they can build up a, a, a NXT show or maybe put it the week after they debut or, you know, what I don't know what it is, but they could they could do it if they do it right. It's just a question of do they know what's right to, to actually sell viewers. Yeah, as much as they went through this with the 90s and WCW, this still does kind of feel like a little bit of an unknown and just kind of yeah. like how much do you want to go after them or do you even want to or just kind of shrug it off and be like, like, let's uh, assess the situation after a few months, and, you know, if we need to make a move, then we'll make a move. I mean, honestly, if, if I was in control and I have no knowledge of this business whatsoever, but, I mean, I would almost let AEW kind of have their Wednesday on TV and just see how it works, and then if it, if it falters, then you're not spending a lot of energy trying to beat them out. And at the same time, if it does well, that's competition, which is just going to force you to be better, and it's going to force a better product, and it's going to get more ratings either on one one side or the other but you know the the monday night war was fantastic for television i'm sure advertisers raked in billions and now we have that opportunity again yeah i saw somewhere where during the height of the attitude era they only made like 40 million or something a year on their tv deal but that was before all that and then when they went to uh the nashville network tnn right it was a hundred million dollar deal and in those days that was like the biggest thing ever so yeah. vince obviously sold out to go to the smaller channel and now, of course, we're dealing with billion-dollar TV. Yeah, deals. I mean, we're talking a lot of money to be made here. So um, I don't know if you really want to go through the card too much, but the Young Bucks versus Cody and Dustin Rhodes is uh, probably going to main event, and that's the uh, biggest match. Yeah, I would say. I'd be. I think the Young Bucks are going to take it because I think uh, we're saying good night to Dustin Rhodes' career as as an in-ring professional. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm just saying like he's, he's had a lot of great matches and it's amazing that he's gone on as well as he has for as long as he has. But I think it's kind of time to put gold dust to bed, man. Wow. You're just shattering dreams everywhere today. Oh, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Did you like to put in a pun machine in your phone just to like come up with these on the random or what? I don't think so. He just he just has these ruining around his. You think about this all week. What puns can I bring? <laughs> Probably. You see this writing on my wrist? I got it right here. <laughs> Rock. Rock promos. Yes. Um, on the flip side, Saturday night, I can admit I have never seen an Evolve show. Neither have I. But okay. I'm actually thinking about tuning in because I already pay for the network, and I mean I don't know is is the fight for the fallen thing free? Is it on YouTube? I think what it's all it's on their app again, and I think overseas it's like ten bucks or something. Okay, see, I have no desire to put another app on my phone that I don't know all about. <laughs> so um, I'll probably be watching the Evolve show because I'm I am still a big fan of indie wrestling. I do like to catch like Ring of Honor when I can, and you know little things like that. It's because they have these guys that are just hungry to to do something. Yeah, I don't uh, know 90% of the people on this card right here, but I will be watching my first ever Evolve show. I will be watching because it's on the network. I see uh, Drew Gulak versus Matt Riddle is listed, so obviously that will be a That's going to be something cool. That, that'll be really cool. And then Adam Cole, NXT champion. Baby. What network? The WWE Network. Oh, Nine ninety five, nine ninety nine per 999. month. Nine ninety nine. Well, I, free, I'm just first asking. Month free. Aren't we talking about AEW? Isn't AEW a different company? Yeah, but AEW is running a show on the same night as this Evolve. There's show. AEW, and then so Evolve kind of, is running on the WWE Network to counter that. Which is historic because Vince has rarely promoted another promotion on his time. Okay. Evolve is not WWE, but you know they're clearly working or have some sort of right. partnership with them. So for them to be on WWE Network, 
Johnny Gargano came from Evolve. Uh, Drew McIntyre made a really big name for himself. Alistair after he, Black. Yep, Alistair Black. Drew McIntyre and EC3 showed up. Obviously, Drew Gulak and Matt Riddle will be on here. And then the the promo- the head guy that owns Evolve, his name is Gabe Sapolsky. He once worked for, like, was, I, I don't know if he was a writer or did something for WWE and then left to start. He's a his Paul own. Heyman guy. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm going to, like, forget all of this in about a week, <laughs> anyhow. So, uh, But our listeners won't. Yeah, yeah. It, but either way, yes, Evolve <laughs> being on the WWE Network is a historic moment in itself. So I think uh, people will be watching. I think the Fight for the Fallen show, isn't it earlier in the day or is it not? Um, or again, is, no, no, that's the NXT UK. Never mind. Right, but again, like that's the takeover. As far as all the stuff that I follow, I couldn't tell you a thing about this card. So why am you know, I? I want to know, but I can't seem to. Like, yeah. it never pops up in my feed. I'm thinking of NXT UK. That is run earlier on August 30. Oh yeah, August 31st, I believe, versus All Out. So those times I think are separated. Right. But um, because they're way over there. <laughs> they're way over there in the UK. So did oh. you have any uh, other topics you want to discuss, Holly? Did you were you about to say something? No, I just said oh. <laughs> that then that means you have something to say. That's all I gotta say. Oh, oh right oh, on. Oh. <laughs> the right stuff. The Considering right I don't stuff. follow whatever this topic is that we're talking about. Again, folks, I will point out this is a casual follower. Casual fans. So don't know what <laughs> AEW is and never heard of Evolve. So you know, there's a point right there where, no, not everybody knows what's going on with all this. True. It's kind of nice I'll stick having... to what I know about Raw and SmackDown and occasionally NXT and very little of uh, whatever that other one is. 205 Live? Oh, oh. 205 Live. The Cruiserweights. <laughs> I know yeah, where exactly. you're going with that one. I, I, whatever he makes you watch. Yeah. yeah. Be, it's kind of nice wow, having the casual I, fan But then again, I always, like, fall asleep halfway into the show i don't think you're alone in that i'm just saying like i'll sit and watch it but halfway through it i'm i'm sorry but i i get up early for work so i tend to like fall asleep halfway through it it is kind of nice having your perspective as a casual fan as opposed to us who've been watching it for ever yeah and that's something i've written about i've known about it but right i i became a fan because of justin and well, my dad also watches it, so. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, and it's something I've written about before where I think you mentioned it last week where I watch Holly more than I watch yeah, the show right, sometimes right. where, again, at the Stomping Grounds pay-per-view, she was yelling that Lacey's faking it, her arm, <laughs> count the three, and was cheering and counting and waiting the moments until yeah. Becky Lynch came out, and then it was like, yeah. So. And it gets a little awkward at times, him watching me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does it at concerts, too. What? You watch my reaction constantly. Okay, we saw Jason Mraz. Yeah, how was that? How was And I was watching her because she was fangirling out for Mr. (laughs) Jason Mraz and I was standing there like a bum. Yeah. Well, it's not very often that I actually know some singers. I think I got into Jason Mraz because of him, because of one of the songs. Last July. He's been singing for like a million years. Well, I didn't know his songs until until he brought up the one song. What is it? Um, I want you have to have it, it all. all. Yes, have it all. That's last one of his July. good ones. And I'm yours, actually. Um, I used to have as my ringtone. So I enjoyed Jason Mraz. Why are you staring at me like that? I'm not a fan. Oh. I, I, my, my music tastes kind of range in a little heavier. 
Then again, we uh, also saw yeah. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yes. And uh, yeah, we don't want my opinion on that one. <laughs> Crazy Bone is the best rapper on the planet. I- I'm not a big rap fan, let alone heavy metal. Yeah, but it was the first of the month. I can handle <laughs> wake some. Up. Wake up. It's the first of the month. I can handle some music, but when you're That's... screaming into the microphone and I can't understand a word screaming. you can't hear and every That's... other word was F this or S well, or A or that's just pretty notorious thugs. Again, notorious, nice. Again, I'm not used to listening to that. I mean, I'm used to occasionally so, hearing those. So we're words gonna come to song. a crossroads on this. Good, good, good <laughs> pun there. Good pun there. She got that one. I made her wait till uh, that song. Yes, um, so, and then I got irritated because I wanted to leave halfway through it. I think part of it was because I wanted to see Lizzo that night too. I heard bad news about that poor Ooh, girl. All right. Really? Well, because her hairstylist got roughed up by a security guard at Summerfest. There's a big investigation going on about it. Well, I would have liked to hear some of her music. Yeah. Maybe, may if we had compromised and figured out the song list, it would have been different. All I want to say though is like. When I went, I don't know who Billie Eilish is, but her fans are what? insane. You don't know who yeah. that is? Yeah, she's a good singer. I mean, there were so many, like, I don't know. I just her. She has very passionate know. fans. Apparently, yeah. because there was, there was a line that I had never seen at Summerfest that was going halfway down the park. It was insane. I went to Metallica a bunch of years ago. They're a huge band. Didn't have that kind of line. We got in right away. I can't believe these, like, it was insane, and the stuff that they were wearing, and all of her, like, logos and stuff, it was like, she's really got a brand. Yeah, she is the uh, hot act right now, and actually, um, I believe it was last summer, she did an NXT theme, which is where I was introduced to her, and I thought it was an awesome Wait, song. Wait, is that, is that that, uh, uh, you should see me in a crowd, oh, okay, now I know who she is. <laughs> yeah, and it was just... She has a bunch of other songs too, but uh, that that's not surprising to me at all. That was the uh, probably the big concert at Summerfest this year well, of all the other legends that were there. If we're circling back to music and, and wrestling, then you should go check out Poppy. Who's Poppy? I'll, Poppy. I'll let you know Poppy. Praise uh, Poppy. Bless Poppy. We love Poppy. We love Poppy. Poppy is our friend. What it, What genre? Yes. What genre? <laughs> yes. That's all I'm getting is all. I'll, I'll, <laughs> all of the above. We'll we'll click stop here in a minute and I'll uh, I'll let you know all about Poppy. Uh, May yeah. Poppy bless us. Uh, uh, Poppy have mercy upon uh, us. I I'm feeling nervous on that one. You probably should. <laughs> because, like I said, I'm very picky about my music. I'm Poppy. I'm Poppy. She's not strange at all. But you choked me. It sounds like. Poppy is your best friend. It sounds Poppy will like be your the pet. firehouse. Firehouse. Poppy will be your Firefly Funhouse. Oh yeah. Theme. So what about Bray? Is he coming up anytime soon? You Good know, way to change the I subject. guess uh <laughs> I guess Bobby Lash I guess he uh they had a little thing and somebody said uh that Bobby Lashley had no charisma or whatever it was and they said um we you know like to see Bray Wyatt t- tagged Bray Wyatt in this particular tweet to which Bobby Lashley said, Hey Bray, when you're done playing with your dolls come to the ring to which Bray responded in binary code so I took the binary code and pasted it into a binary code translator and it translated to I am in your home Bobby whoa yeah so beyond creepy yeah I like it just gives me chills I'm loving it I'm thinking I can't wait for Bray to come back, but I hope they don't screw it up. But yeah. I'm digging this promo. I, I think Ramblin' Rabbit was backstage. <laughs> yes, <laughs> along Rabbit. with uh, what's what's her name? Huskus. Abby. 
Yes, thank you. Yeah, oh, Huskus the pig or whatever his name is. I didn't see that one. I saw the... Husky Harris? Yeah, that's I why his saw... name is Huskus the pig. The, the workout pig that <laughs> was eating. Saw, yeah. I thought we saw Mercy and Abby. Yeah, that was a couple of weeks I ago. I think we've seen all of them by now. Yeah. I think I it's haven't. time. In, I haven't. <laughs> in Philadelphia, Extreme Rules, I think it's uh, more I, than time. Yeah, it's I think he's going to I think he's gonna make an appearance. Maybe we could see that in the, some title match or something. I was hoping to maybe challenge Alistair Black, but, I mean, Cesaro, I guess, with oh. his mouth guard and his sunglasses decided I, to show I up. guess yeah. Alistair Black and... Uh, that Bray? Cesaro? That would no. be some killer matches, Alistair Bray. And Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt? Would be a good... Because they're both dark and mysterious. They are. Yes, they I are I can't mysterious. wait to introduce you to Poppy. This is going to be so much fun. And they also... Can I, mean, I can I just, like, get up and leave once nope. you start the music? Nope. I did bring my own car today, so... And, I mean, think about it. I mean, <laughs> JoJo and then Zelina. So, you know, if they would mix that'd, tag... Or, that'd be know, good, too. You know, JoJo could train a little bit. Who's so, JoJo? Right. Former ring announcer. <laughs> oh, okay. Married to uh, Bray Wyatt. Or are they married or are they just dating? I, I know no they just idea. had a baby. I have no idea. I can't keep up. Yeah, no one can. No, we can't. <laughs> so. So, unless you have seen Stranger <laughs> Things 3, I think we're going to end it. All right, which I haven't. Okay. Aww. I've never seen, I've never seen hey, Stranger hey, Things. Hey, no spoilers. <clears throat> hey, I, I'm I just not planning finally, on watching it. I, I finally got into it, which is, wasn't so bad because I stopped like halfway through the first season, which I finally yeah. caught up, but... It wasn't. Uh, I have just like Game of Thrones. I haven't seen a. I've not of seen Game of Thrones. I, I guess I got it. you guys beat. I've only seen one episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I've seen maybe about ten minutes, and I basically I flipped it on one, when I used to work at a hotel on third shift. I flipped it on the HBO channel, and there was a big rape scene, and I'm like, "Yep, done." Thank yeah, you. I I seen one episode. Um, let's see when it first came out, yeah. and I pretty much thought it was half a porno. <laughs> Basically, yeah, and I like, mean it's HBO. You can do what you. It's want. kind of the same reason that I can't watch Law and Order SVU anymore because I ever since I had a daughter, when I see stuff happening with kids, I just I gotta yep, turn it um, off. That's kind of what happened with House. Yeah. I used to love watching House until the, there was this one episode when I was pregnant. I was watching House. It terrified oh. me none other. Yeah, when I was, right? It was my first pregnancy and it terrified oh, the crap oh, out of me. I believe it. So It has a tendency to do that. Anyways, mm-hmm. so hey, we're back talking wrestling, right? I think, but I was going to say, <laughs> if you don't like like kids stuff, like Stranger Things, a lot of messed up stuff happens. It, it's yeah. not bad. It's not as It's not as bad as some of the episodes I've seen with kids. Yeah, okay. it, it's not bad because it didn't like completely terrify me. So I mean, it did just become the most watched Netflix show. I think they said like forty million viewers already in the first week already. So obviously, it's a big hit and everything. And then I think Glow is starting in a month. Speaking of, of Netflix, we're gonna have to talk about we're gonna have to talk about that one thing. Okay, what one thing we can talk I about that know. off here. Yeah. What one thing we're gonna be, sign off, off here. here. All right, we got some secret discussions to go on. So I'm gonna quick throw in my usual plugs. You are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the 411 Podcasting Network. You know where to find me on Twitter is at Justin Watcher. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, all those good places. Miss Holly, do you have anything for the listening audience? Well, if you want to follow me, follow Justin, and you'll find me. <laughs> That's a good plug. Mr. Steve Madsen, what do you got? Hey, we got the Resident Complex debut album, North Avenue, is available everywhere digital music is sold on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, anywhere you can find it, there it is. And if you're looking for a physical copy, you can go to cdbaby.com slash the Resident Complex. Or I got one here if you can find it. (laughs) Find it in the lab. We are signing off. Everybody enjoy this packed weekend of wrestling. 
so 